Broadcasting from the Vegas Video Network Studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's Awkward Silence 2.1. And now, our favorite host in this particular time spot, it's Brandon Gooch on. Thank you, two people. Hey, my name is Brandon Guchan, and welcome to Awkward Silence 2.1 right here on the Vegas Video Network. When was the last show that we had, by the way? How big of a, this may have been like the biggest break in internet television history, because I had to get my wisdom teeth pulled, had a gay experience at the dentist. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. Now, uh, if you want to catch replays, you got VegasVideoNetwork.com, iTunes, YouTube, Roku. Uh, we're going to have a, a, a <laughs> an email at Vegas Video, at awkward at VegasVideoNetwork.com. We have a phone number that you got to call, 866-966-4599, 866-966-4599. And let's not forget about the live chat. You want to be a part of the show, ask us a question, and we will answer the question on the very same episode. I feel like you are right here in the studio. <laughs> VegasVideoNetwork.com forward slash live. Now that I screwed that all up, we got to knock the rust off. I think it's time for the seamless segue to camera number two. There you go. Man, I, I look at it, it's backwards. All right, so in the news, Jay-Z and Beyonce finally had their baby. On Saturday afternoon, Beyonce gave birth to Blue Ivy. That's the name they gave their baby. Now, before you laugh or scoff at such an unusual name, I just want you to know the name that my mom put down on the original birth certificate, which was White Failure. <laughs> and Betty White, on January 17th, is going to be turning 90 years old. 90! And when asked what she's going to be doing on her magical day, she said she was just going to be hanging out with her dogs. Oh, that's adorable. And by hanging out with her dogs, what I really meant to say is trying not to die. And in Chicago, a police officer has fallen under scrutiny after he pulled over a young woman, gave her a ticket for $132, but then went back to the station, looked up her address on the computer, and went to her house and left a note on her windshield asking her out on a date, saying, since I cost you so much money, the least I could do is take you out to dinner. Well, obviously, he got in trouble for that. Um, now, that's just a rookie maneuver, isn't it? I mean, this guy obviously couldn't have been on the force for that long because every veteran knows that when you pull a young woman over, you walk up to the car and you say, hey, I really like your boobs. Can I take you out for dinner sometime? No? Oh, well, then here's a ticket for $132. And the biggest music festival on the West Coast is coming, America. Coachella is back in California, and tickets go on sale today. And who better to cover the frenzy than our very own Courtney Leone. Hey, Court. Hi, Peggy. Gooch. I'm down here waiting in line for tickets to Coachella, and I am stoked. Radiohead, woo! Oh, cool. Uh, you know, I got a question. Uh, why are you dressed like someone I want to punch? And what a good question that is, Gooch. See, I'm dressing like a hipster so I could blend in with them in their natural habitat. Oh, thank God, because for a second there, I really hated you. So what are you trying to uncover? Well, I just really don't understand them. I mean, like, they have this extreme love of PBR, and it makes no sense, because they have money for better beer. 
Um, granted, they got that money from their parents who gave it to them after working at the corporations that they despise so much, but they need that money so they could buy things like black rimmed glasses and vintage t-shirts with owls on them. And I hate owls because birds creep me out. They got built-in weapons. Their beaks are like little pointy knives. I, I don't know. Fucking hipsters. Hey, hey! Your mom is here. What are we going to do about this? My mom is here today. I have an evil plan that I'd like to share with you. I am going to replace all of their Boca burgers with real hamburger patties. <gasps> Sorry, cows. Sacrifices need to be made. Wait, this is your evil plan? You're going to spend all that money? Go down there, drive, take all the time, and you're going to try and mess with their meat, their hamburger? Really? Well, yeah, that and... Uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg are going to be there. Where my motherfucking N-words at? <laughs> Courtney Leone, everyone. You know, Gooch wanted me to say the real N-word, the one with the A at the end, but my career is in such a delicate state that I didn't think it would be wise at this point in the game. Sorry. I wanted you to break the mold, Courtney Leone. We're going to be back with our headliner in just a little bit, but for now, a station ID. Traditional media believes that after about three minutes, you'll tune out. Most Vegas media companies think if it doesn't jiggle, you won't tune in. At the Vegas Video Network, we think both are wrong. The Vegas Video Network is the first and only live online broadcast network that specializes in insider news and expert views about Vegas. We combine great storytelling with the ability to watch when and where you want on your computer, mobile device, or television. Discover the real Las Vegas. Visit VegasVideoNetwork.com. Where my motherfucking N-words at? <laughs> and now our headliner. You may have seen him on uh, Comedy Central, and he's a headliner all over the country. Yes. Very funny. He's going to be headlining down at the L.A. Comedy Club inside the Cabo Wobble, which is located inside the Planet Hollywood, tonight all the way through Sunday. It's Peter Berman, everyone. Hey! hey! Look at that. That's a good bow. What's happening, brother? Congratulations. You're killing it here. Seriously. Thank Seriously, you, brother. Yeah. No, I mean, you know oh, I mean that. Oh, come no, on. You, you know I mean Pichon. that. Pishaw. No, I'm, 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 I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. You're doing a great job. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Pete was there since the beginning. He saw me when I was this little... Just a little like, goose. Like, they used to tossle my hair. <laughs> and now he's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, so how's it going? Everything is... I'm feeling uh, positive this year, which is amazing to be a comedian and feeling positive. Yeah, that's yeah. really awkward. Yeah. Why, why is this all about? Because uh, I'm getting older. Yeah, see, I'm getting older, and um... you know what? I actually—that's funny you'd mention that because I actually read an article that says like the older you no! get, yeah, okay. the older you get, the happier you become. Is that so? Obviously, is that true? Um, I think you just probably just start surrendering more. I do. You know? <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, even if uh, I always wondered, you know, I'm married. I always wondered, like, married people, like, you know, when they're making it work, like, what's the deal? And you know, I've been married like uh, 13 years, and at the beginning. You just want to fuck. You just want to fucking be right. You know what I mean? You just want to be right all the time. And now most of the time, it's like, all right, I don't even. I don't need to be right about that one. So, right. So I don't know. It just keeps you s smoother. Well, you I, I did learn this yesterday. I, I was starting to tell you last night, but I didn't get a chance. But I, uh, I learned this. Like I'm always learning, even after being married 13 years, mm -hmm. or with my wife like 15 years. But I learned this uh, two days ago. Um, it is not a good idea to call your wife uh, a pussy. That's. I go, honey, I go, hey, honey, don't be a pussy. 
and she got mad at me. She like, did you call me a pussy? And I, I wasn't calling her a pussy, you know what I mean? I was, uh, in, my, in, in her mind, it was an insult. Right. In my mind, yeah. totally seriously, guy to guy, it was some constructive criticism. Right. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if we and you were hanging out, and, and something went down, I'd go, hey, don't be a pussy. Mm -hmm. As a guy, your instant reaction would be, hey, well, let me just do a quick inventory. Am I being a little bit of a pussy here? And if you are, you'd be like, all right, all right. You might not like it, but you'll adjust how much of a little pussy you're being. Right, and if right. you weren't being one, you'd be like, I'm not being a pussy. That's the introspection. Well, be exactly. I was hoping going, my wife would have. You start going down the bar graph. You're like, how much am I, how much of a percentage of a pussy am I? Yeah. And that, but. In my wife's world, not even a possibility she could be being a pussy at all. Right. <laughs> and between me and you and the people in the Netherlands that are watching this show <laughs> on the internet, she was being a pussy, seriously. Right. Well, you know what's crazy? I, I had an old girlfriend, and her and I, she was really bad. And uh, long story short, she caught me masturbating. Anyway. Sorry, Court's mom. Anyway, but like... Uh, I find that actually polite of you to apologize yes. to mom and weird. Well, I'm just saying, like, she's right. And I feel like, I feel like she's like, oh, that's Courtney's company. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, but anyway. Back I just to said this, pussy seven times. But this is the deal, right? But this is the thing, though. Like, when she, uh, she caught me and she got so mad, she called me a pussy motherfucker. Like, and it wasn't like the way you say, come on, you're being a pussy, come on. You know what I mean? Like, those were fighting words. Like, yeah. she was trying to get yeah. me to do something. Like, I think you're already... I'll pre-apologize. Sorry, Courtney. <laughs> I'm assuming you're something like this, which is already a vulnerable state. So name-calling. Right. Name-calling at that point. Yeah, really exactly. Is unnecessary. <laughs> Any name. You saw the look of shock and, and fear on and, my and, face. And, yeah, even yeah. like weenie or loser, any any name would be. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, to take it to that realm. Yeah. Now, uh, last night you and I were talking, because Pete is, you're one of those those headliners that, always writes like there's a lot of guys you know that they just get to that point and they're like i got my set no need to change it and then i'm just like going to make that you know well i know it's easy but the thing is yeah. though is you constantly are trying to challenge yourself which i appreciate um but last night you and i were talking and uh apparently you and your boy uh you saw like a girl like one of his classmates yeah and she had something Long story short, Pete asked his, like, 10-year-old kid, yeah. hey, is your friend retarded? Like, <laughs> I said mental disorder, all right? <laughs> but uh, they, I was at, like, his school play, and they're rehearsing, and there's uh, a girl, and, her, you know, she has the, uh, you know, she has the affectation like that, and she's acting like she has a mental problem. So I say to my 10-year-old, I go, hey, uh, does, she, does she have a mental disorder? And my son goes, no, actually, she doesn't at all. She, um, she has a muscle problem with her face. And I go, oh. And then we both look back up at her and she's doing something retarded. Right. <laughs> so I, I looked at my son and then we both looked back up at her and he kind of smiled a little bit and I'm like, wow, that's rough, you know? That's rough. So I wanted to write a joke about that and in comedy, obviously, like it's bad enough I just talked about it here, but it, you can't really talk about that in that way on stage. So I thought I would See, make, I, I, I look at that as a very beautiful father-son moment, like the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Oh yeah, You my, know what I mean? I, I agree with you because my, my parents didn't talk to me about <laughs> retarded people at all. They just said, don't look, don't look! Okay. <laughs> at your brother! Oh, sorry. <laughs> all right. Is he in the Netherlands watching? No, seriously, until I was like 15, I didn't know my brother had a mental problem. I just thought he was different than me. Okay. Yeah, but, uh, but, uh, but I just thought, man, that's rough, right? That's rough, like actually looking like you have a mental disorder, but being totally, <laughs> being totally 
Normal. I, normal. Yeah, I, and then, I then get I, it every then day. I, then I thought in my new positive outlook for 2012, I thought you gotta, you got to look at everything on the bright side, right? And I just thought, yeah, lots of people might look at this person like that and think they have a mental disorder. But if you don't have one at all, I thought, well, how impressive the first couple times you meet them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you exceed their expectations. Like if it was a grown-up who had a mental disorder, I mean a, a, a muscle problem but not a mental disorder, you know, like at the supermarket, mm -hmm. like, you know, a paper or plastic. I, I brought my own! You know, like they think like, this is like... A, an environmental savant. Yeah, right. like, <laughs> he's, this, he's going green. They don't know he's just totally normal with a muscle problem. Yeah. Like this, this, <laughs> I, which, yeah, which would really who show would have thought he's trying to save the polar bears. Yeah, the green movement yeah. has really come a long way. That it's, already, it's trickled down to people with <laughs> mental disorders. They've really... So, uh, uh, the people in the Netherlands are going to hate know, me now. They're, they're Sorry. Boom. The Dutch. You're welcome, America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Joran Vandersloot is yeah. not a happy guy. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, uh, so this weekend, big game for you. You're a big New England Patriots fan going up against Jesus and friends. I know. What do you it think about that? It is scary going up. What do you think about that? You're I think Tom Brady's going to – I think Tom Brady already uh, uh, killed a virgin, and he's already got the devil on his side. So, See, let me tell you, you, you probably can't appreciate this. Most people can. I, I was born um, – in Massachusetts, and I've been a I don't appreciate Boston sports that. fan my whole life. Right. So the suffering, really, the suffer, mm -hmm. the suffering. For starters, Cleveland fan, that's me. I, so I let's move, really, keep, really, keep it moving. Okay. Keep it moving. I, I really. You had the Celtics at least a championship, well, and well, you know. Let me tell you this story first, by, by the way. So uh, I'm I'm working in the UK because I'm, I'm a big I'm an international I'm phenomenon an international comedian, <laughs> and uh, I was working in the UK when the Red Sox um, right. won the first World Series. I was in Wales in like what essentially was like a Red Roof Inn. Mm -hmm. It was like a, you know they didn't call it that in Wales. Right. They called it something. something yeah. Else. But uh, but I was watching it and they win. And uh, you know normally like this weekend when you're watching the playoffs, you can hear like people in other houses or apartments. Like there's like some there's some buzz. You know uh -huh. there's no buzz and no nobody within hundreds of miles is watching. The World Series, except right. me, you know? And the, the Red Sox win the World Series. My grandfather never saw it happen. My father lived and died and never saw it happen. It, it's happening. I'm in Wales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I realized nobody, nobody within <laughs> hundreds of miles. And then I didn't come back to the United States for like, it, it's the, honestly, it's the weirdest thing. I'm a Boston sports fan. They finally win. And, and I you was have no alone. one to celebrate. I was <laughs> yeah, alone. Just, it's as if it never happened. Yeah. But that being said, even after the Super Bowls, even after the Red Sox, you know, uh, win these World Series, when the Celtics were playing the Lakers in Game 7, like two years ago, right, mm -hmm. they're up by 14, and it's just ingrained. Now you could probably appreciate it as a Cleveland fan. It's ingrained. Like, you, I'm not thinking it's over. I'm just thinking, how are they going to screw this up? And oh. they did. They screwed it yeah. up. So that being said, this game against Tebow, I, honestly, I'm really nervous. Like, I, 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 you know, it seems like on paper they should, they should crush him, but I, I'm afraid something horrible. From what happen. I understand, uh, the Patriots just hired uh, Solomon Rushdie to run their defense, <laughs> so he's going to be able to combat all. Good, he's going to start the meeting with, "Hey, why don't you guys turn your head and look for the ball?" When it's in the air. <laughs> and I'm done. Yeah, remember when they used to do that? They used mm -hmm. to turn and look for the ball. Well, you know, and I think that's why the sports is so – with the whole Tebow phenomenon, like, when he threw the 316 last week, I mean, I'll admit it was kind of funny because he had it on his face, and, you know, on the, the, the pads or whatever. And it was just people are just losing their mind over, to me, the wrong thing. It's like, to me, the guy really is an inspiration because everybody counted him out. Yeah, isn't that enough? That's yeah, enough. that's it. That's enough. Yeah. yeah. You know, but instead, but instead like – 
you know, all he's doing is just alienating all these Jewish people, I guess. Oh, you know what I mean? Unless they're from Denver, you know what I mean? It is that honestly, like you know, you you watch the you watch the Grammys or boxers or athletes, and they always thanking God, and people are like, yeah, all right, whatever. And I think people almost don't even believe. I, I swear to God. Oh yeah. I think people honestly almost don't believe people of color when they thank God, right? <laughs> but a white person, people of color, a white person says that they thank God, and they, you, people immediately yeah. go to that they're the crazy. They're the crazy extremists. Like right. you can't just be a regular white person and like God. Like if you say that, you got to be like one of the kind, like knock on your door, right? Off flyers. <laughs> exactly. What's with the bike helmet? Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Because <laughs> like uh, t- tons of other athletes uh, talk about God. Oh Tebow, yeah. Tebow does it, and people think he's gonna like kind of he's gonna like convert you somehow. Yeah. I, but on, I, I'm just speaking for for me. I, I honestly, I, I only look at him as a football player. All that yeah. other crap, I don't even. I, I, don't, I don't know. Right. So, weren't you the one? I think you were telling somebody else. Reggie White was a minister. Oh, Reggie he White was a minister. Circles. Yeah, and, and yeah, Nothing. circles, everybody. And you gather players from both sides of the team. Hey, you know what? I just uh, got done punching you in the face, but let's yeah, all get, right, get yeah. a knee. Yeah. And, you know, and, no, and no one made a big deal about that. But then all of a sudden, like this, you know, Hitler's wet dream starts praising Jesus. And then all of a sudden, it's like everybody just wants to jump on that yeah. bandwagon. It's yeah. like, dude, and pump I, and the I, brakes. I believe in God for, for, for sake of conversation. I, 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 uh, I, I believe in God. But, um, you know, wait a minute. What was I going to say now? Uh, <laughs> it was something about Tivo and believing in God. Okay, right. <laughs> that was you good. Know, who knows? Hitler's wet dream, honestly, <laughs> threw me. <laughs> I, 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 I like him. I, I like to think I'm a professional, but you, you got me. All right, you good. You got me with Hitler's wet dream. <laughs> I'm just saying. And you know what's funny? You don't apologize to Courtney's mom for that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh. Courtney's mom is a Jewish. It's all no, right. But Hitler's, wet, Hitler's wet dream to anybody. <laughs> She's Italian. It's all right. Hey, uh, we got a chat question. What's going on, Scott? See, Bill just had a comment. He goes, of course, uh, Reggie White was 6'4", 250, and that probably helped get the, uh, the uh, prayer circle going as well. But pray <laughs> now, now. Well, Tim Tebow's like six two two thirty five. I mean, yeah. that guy's a beast too. I mean, if oh. you, you want to intimidate, so in other words, he's saying <laughs> Reggie White's intimidating right. people to pray. Right. Do, Get a knee, bitch. Do not say Hitler's wet dream because I remembered what I was going to say now. Okay. This is what I like. I believe in God, but all the, I like all these people that say that they're blessed when they win their Grammy. They're blessed, yeah. or when they win the championship, they're blessed. Like. Does it really work that way? Are you only blessed when like really awesome, amazing things happen to you? Like I, I have, I have, you know, you know what I mean? Like, well, right. What about me? My life kind of fucking sucks. I'm not blessed. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess that's not what you think of, but you know, I'm so blessed driving hey. this smashed up Ford Taurus station wagon. <laughs> I'm so, so blessed, blessed for gasoline. Well, yeah. you know, and, and that's the thing. Like, uh, I read this article about Mussolini's wet dream. Yeah, exactly. You're totally right. <laughs> Exactly. Are we gonna go? We're gonna hit them all. We're gonna go Scotland, Chavez. You know what I mean? Just, I bet they had wet dreams every night. By the way, I bet every night they'd fuck. Fuck. No. Oh God. All that angry tyrant fucking energy. Hold up. Exactly. It's gotta ooze out. Stalin's wet dream is Rocky Balboa. What? Oh, you know, because he was Italian. Little history for you, Netherlands. Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, but yeah, like I read this article too, where they uh, just speaking in prayer, like they um. It, our, our American government actually spent $666,000 in uh, taxpayer, taxpayer-funded grants to do a study to see if prayer would help cure AIDS. And it's like, I don't even need to spend $6 I believe to it know doesn't, that. Though. 
Because I believe if you have unprotected, let's for the sake, gay sex, mm -hmm. I bet shortly thereafter you're like, please, God, don't let me get AIDS. Please, God, don't let me get AIDS. And people still get it. <laughs> right. so I don't think... Of course, you had to go, of, money. of course you had to go gay sex. Uh, it's well, like, boom. Courtney's right. mom is here, for God's well, sake. Just, anyway. Sorry. You know but what's it, funny? It, Courtney didn't want to say the N-word. I think I've touched on retard somehow, <laughs> now, gay sex. And, and, and you know me. And it's, not even in my, yeah. it's not even in my... <laughs> it's, it's nowhere near your repertoire. cameras in the internet, and I'm talking about all sorts of stuff. But, you know, it, it's like... But the thing is, is... You know, a study like that, I, if that were really the case, I mean, you know, you go to, I mean, look at Africa. I mean, they have, they have all types of religion over there, and it's like, <laughs> I don't know, do they? They I'm do, yeah. Well, they know. do. I mean, they, they, well, there's all types of different religion. I mean, it's like, you know, granted, they're, you know, there's Christians, there's, there's Islam or whatever, but I don't know to say that's going on. I totally got a, brought it to a weird place. So how are your kids doing, by the way? <laughs> so... <laughs> He's got a 10 and a 12-year-old. My kids are awesome. You know they are great. great You know kids. what's great about my, my kids, for, for me, what I think now, I'm just saying as a comedian, right, as a, as a comedian, if I was a plumber, I'm assuming my 12-year-old and 10-year-old would know about plumbing, mm -hmm. I'm assuming, right? So as a comedian, my kids know about jokes. Like, they know how to write jokes, which is really funny because uh, my older son, some of his friends have a really good sense of humor, but my 10-year-old, his 10-year-old friends have, like, a 10-year-old sense of humor, and they actually, his classmates, my son will make jokes, and his classmates told my 10-year-old that he doesn't have a good sense of humor. And he, he was really offended, like a comedian. Mm -hmm. He got offended. Yeah, yeah. He, told, he told me, he goes, they said I don't have a good sense of humor. I go, dude, I know you. Yeah. And you've been around growing up professional comedians. Trust me, you have a good sense of humor. Yeah. They, 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 don't, they don't know. And, uh, and then, then he, goes, he goes, yeah, they laugh at like Tony. He's not even funny. He just like, like makes noises and stuff. It's not even funny, man. He's like, he's, isn't, that, isn't that us right here? Yeah, he's like <laughs> criticizing other. He's criticizing other ten-year-olds' comedy. But uh, but but now they they actually will write jokes with me. Like uh, we'll we'll just be joking around in the car, and then they'll go, "You should do that in your act." Like uh, the Black Eyed Peas came on. This is our recent mm -hmm. one. The Black Eyed Peas came on, and okay, uh, I thought you said on, Black Guy Peas. Yeah, I didn't they, know you said Black yeah. Eyed Peas. Black, All right. <laughs> the Black Eyed Peas came on. <laughs> And uh, Hitler's Wet Dream, by the way, would be a good name for a punk band. <laughs> That'd be a good name for a punk exactly. band. Exactly. Two, three, four. We are Hitler's Wet Dream. Go. Um. So, uh, so the Black Eyed Peas came on. I was like, oh, right. And I, and I go, oh man, that, that was the saddest day I ever had. Like when they broke up a month ago. Right. My kids go, they broke up. And I go, yeah, like like about uh, about a month ago. And they, my oldest son goes, well, what are they gonna do now? I go, I don't know. I think they just, you know, they want to do their own thing. And then my oldest son goes, uh, what about what are those other two gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, is someone going to hire that one guy just to go, yeah. <laughs> so I started, uh, you know, they, made, they made, made me record stuff into my phone. Then they'll start, say this too, say this too. So I have like a, I should do, I should do my own podcast called the iPhone Chronicles. I should just, because I record, uh, you know, back in the day, especially if I was like, you know. Right. Under some sort of influence, I'd try to write a joke, and I'd leave chunks out just to get it out, and then the next day I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah exactly. Cookies yeah. in the amusement park? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, gummy bears hot air balloon. <laughs> what the hell, hell is right. this? <laughs> That's actually funny. Yeah, I would leave big chunks out, but now it's fun. You know, the iPod, you just sit on there and stream of consciousness. You can just say, say all of it. But, uh, but when I listen back to them, I don't even listen to them for some reason. I'm pretty lazy. I don't mm -hmm. have a website. I record jokes that I don't ever... Do I always kind of figure if I can remember them, then they're good enough. If I put them on my phone and they, mm. and they oh, but uh, but whenever I, when I, I listen back to them uh, occasionally, uh, the setting is always a big factor in where it is. Like if I'm at a bar, say the black eyed peas broke up. Really, like, if, <laughs> if, it's, if my wife's sleeping and I think of something bad, it's like do a bit, 
Do a bit about the time that you. I'm whispering like the the tone and the the way Dude, I say it is always. Uh, I uh, well, that's the thing. Like you know, of course, you know when you roll around in the open mic circuit or whatever, you know, you, you there's a lot of alcohol and stuff. So you always hear this. I'll, I'll wake up the next day and try and listen to what I said, and it's just this alcohol-filled slur. Bitches are crazy. What the hell is this? You know. <laughs> but I, I will tell you this. One, uh, just speak back to your boys for a second. Pete used to bring his boys to the uh, to the comedy club when it was over at the, the L.A. Comedy Club when it was at the Four Queens. Yeah, for one birthday, I said, "What do you want to do for your birthday?" And my uh, my my oldest son, he was at the time he was like ten. He goes, "I want to go to Vegas." I go, "Dude, you're awesome!" Like, ten year olds want to go to Vegas, <laughs> blowing the dice for me, buddy. Yeah. Seven. Yeah, but, but they they, they <laughs> love you know they love they love like they always ask me about you. Oh, and the guys. dude, I, mean, I they love, love they love Jack they love and Miles. Great, stuff. you know I mean they're great kids, but. Uh, yeah, the, I will tell you though, one of the, one of the only times I got like a, it was a good compliment was like keep mind they were about they were about eleven and nine at this point, but like uh, yeah they've always maintained the yeah, two year difference yeah but the thing is though the youngest one the youngest one uh, came up and he's like good job you were funny and I'm like a nine year old just said I was funny you know and so it was well they have, they they've watched a couple people and they're like I don't I don't like him I don't either <laughs> right. One time I was uh, I was working with you know one who, other... you know who I don't like Tony. That's Tony, son of a he's bitch. not funny. Just I'm makes not noises. Not funny at all. Just makes just noises. noises. What a scumbag. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's like that. What was that guy? Michael Winslow. Yeah. Dating myself. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Police Academy. I remember I did an interview with him one time. Super nice guy. But I go, hey, we got Michael Winslow here, and then he just doesn't even let me ask a question. Just starts doing the That's noises. Yes. Yes. Seriously. <laughs> Everything's hilarious. And I'm like, and this, this is a radio interview that we're doing, so it's like all they're hearing is like all this weird noises and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, so where are you from? And like, what the hell's going on here? You know? So I had to wrap that up real quick. Yeah. It's like, let's get out of here. So, uh, but anyway, though, anything coming up, though? Anything? Uh, hmm. Any plans? You're going to be opening up a pet store? Yeah. You told me that. Yeah. You know, it's great. I do some other stuff. with. Uh, I actually like spending a lot of time with my kids. And I like coming to Vegas. I don't like going too far anymore. I used to go to, like, I used to go to the UK for a month. Yeah. Or, but um, actually, I don't care. You know, people, they say people live vicariously through their kids. But in my opinion, listen, if your kid grows up to be some kind of, like, rapist criminal, that's your fucking fault. Right. And if your kids grow up to be uh, nice, productive people, that's your fault, too. Mm. So I like to be involved. So I don't want to go too far. So I'm involved in a couple businesses with my wife. We, we own a pet I was sitting. really interesting how you were going to tie in rapist criminal to the pets, and yeah. you're doing it. Yeah, well I done. Yeah. <laughs> what a great segue. But, uh, I, uh, <laughs> we, we own a pet sitting and dog walking business, and occasionally I fill in and walk the dogs. And the, the two worlds rarely meet. I don't really talk about it in, in my act. And when I'm walking people's dogs, I don't tell them I'm a comedian. Right. But, uh, and every once in a while when I'm feeling kind of, you know, bad about myself that this is what I'm doing, that I'm a walking dog, that I'm a professional comedian, then I think to myself, you know what? I might be the funniest dog walker ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? I filmed my Comedy Central special. Um, by the way, my intro, my intro at comedy clubs is uh, he recently did his own half-hour Comedy Central special. Uh -huh. And I think by recently, if you mean six years ago. Right. That counts. And I'm it was assuming. recently. <laughs> I think it was something like that. But anyway, I, uh, I, I, I taped my half-hour Comedy Central special in New York, dude, on Broadway. Like, you know, it's like... It's like uh, Big deal. E even in the moment, I couldn't appreciate, like, how cool it was. But it's, uh, you know, my own set on, on a theater on Broadway in New York. And I'm feeling, like, really... 
like really, really good about myself. And then two days later, I'm back in LA and I'm bending over and I'm picking up dog shit <laughs> for money. <laughs> and I'm not a huge historian of everything in the world of stand-up comedy, but as I'm picking up the dog shit, I just thought to myself, I guarantee in the history of stand-up comedy, no one has ever filmed a special and picked up shit for money two days later. You know what I mean? Like, talk about humbling. You're a trendsetter you know I mean? is yeah. what's going on Talk about on humbling. Here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know what, though? Like, you were just saying, uh, you, you kind of brought up, you, you're saying, like, you're, you're miserable. Rape? rape? Of course, yeah, rape. No, but uh, but you, you were saying, but you are, really are one of the most positive, you have such a positive outlook on things. And, like, you were but saying. But can you be positive and miserable at the same time? In a I, way, can't I, you? Think that's, I think that's definitely the overall, I think that's what every comic tries to aspire to. Because it's like, you have such a good outlook on things. But at the same time, I don't think it's miserable. I just think it's the thing that sometimes you have a tendency, and me too, you have a tendency to take a good situation and break it down so much to where it's almost... Yeah, no, that is, that is why know. we're friends. Like, I, I mean, but I think that's the point. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, people are like, oh, you think about stuff too much. Like, what? I mean, you know? Yeah. It's, it ha this, this life happens so quick. What, what do you, you don't want to think about stuff? I don't know. I wanna, I, I, I'm, I'm interested. Isn't this all, without the cameras, and isn't this all what people used to do? Just right. Sit around Just sit around and, and think? Yeah. Like, that was it. And then we got all sorts of stuff, and it doesn't seem like anybody... But that's to me, is the whole point, you know? Right. But I have... Uh, I have uh, I'm, I'm big on learning lessons. What I realized about 10 years ago, I was big on learning lessons. What I was not very good at was implementing the lesson yeah, learned. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, I was really good. I would ask myself for help. Like, Why do I keep dating these crazy bitches? And I'd hear the voice, you know, because you want someone to love you. And, 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 <laughs> A little too and, much. And you don't want to be alone. And I'd be like, la, la, la. Oh, cool. It stopped, you know. On, on with it again until it happened again. So, so I, I recently learned, like, you know, it's not the learning of the lesson we all learn lessons mm -hmm. all the time you got to implement the lesson right. learned right Go, yeah exactly take what you well, that's the thing a lot of people they're, they're so afraid to fail that they're that's why they're afraid to you know implement the lesson because there's a lot of failure that's associated like you're in with Vandersloot. that now he learned to not, not kill people yeah, exactly right you have to implement <laughs> the lesson does this piece of paper mean we're done yes oh wow yeah we're usually actually, there's we're a guy that does wrap it up you're just picking up fucking papers well there's a monitor right here and it's got a red light and that oh. means Let's wrap it up, and that's what we got to do right here. But before we leave, we like to play a little game called Three Under Thirty. This is where I get to ask you, the guest, okay. three questions that you have to answer in under Can thirty I say seconds. One, five quick, five quick seconds. Everybody okay. out there, support this cat. Oh, support him. He's uh, he's a, he's a friend of mine, but support him because. Uh, it, the whole time I've known you, I'm going more than five seconds. The whole time I've known you, but especially in the last year and a half, you're a hard worker. You're determined to be good at what you do, and that's admirable. Whether you're a comedian or or, or whatever you do, and it's and it's paying off. It shows. That's Thank it. you, now brother. Ask me a 30 I appreciate that, it's the truth, man. Support him. I love this guy. Okay, but it'll be, let's get to the question. Three out of thirty. You got the clock ready? Yes. And let's wrap it up. All right, here we go. Now, first question: How many stripes are on the American flag? Oh, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> the Netherlands know it. 50. <laughs> How many? 13. 13? I was going to say 14. All right. Shit. What college did Tom Brady attend? University of Michigan. All right. All right. Hail to the... No, That's right no, no, That's no, right no, 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 none of that song. All right, All right. And then the other one is finish this song lyric. Crazy. That's just how it goes. Millions of people... No, 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 no. <laughs> Living is false. Oh. Why would you do this to me? You're an asshole. It's crazy. <laughs> hey. 
You purposely knew I was going to say something nice about you, and then right after, and then I was like, "How many flags?" Hey, the support this guy. Let's talk about how un-American look like an asshole. Well, Peter Bourbon's going to be headlining at the L.A. Comedy Club located at the Cabo Wabo inside the planet Hollywood. On the Strip, in Las Vegas, in the United States, in North America, on this planet. Find it. (laughs) And that's going to be going on tonight through Sunday. Very funny. And if you check him out on Twitter as well, Twitter, uh, at... PeterBermanHaha.com. That's right. All right. Peter, thank you very thank much you, for man. stopping thank by, you. brother. Uh, we're going to be back next week at 1 o'clock. For every Friday, Awkward Silence 2.1 right here on the Vegas Video Network. Don't forget to catch the replays on Roku, iTunes, YouTube, and the VegasVideoNetwork.com. Netherlands. Netherlands. You guys take care. We'll see you next Friday. Bye-bye. <laughs>